What is up, happy lifers? So happy that you joined us today. You're going to be happy you joined us today, too. We are in for a special treat today. We have Joe McCarthy from our brother studio, Mojo Studio, down in Southern California. What is up, Joe? Joe McCarthy's joining us today. I can't wait to hear what he has he is. to say. Yes, can you believe it? I can't believe I got him. He's I don't one know of my how favorites, in the world. man. Yeah. <laughs> He's my favorite, too, and I don't know how in the world I got him. I, we paid the big bucks. Exactly, yeah. Because the happy lifers are worth it. They are worth it. Absolutely. They are worth it. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you this is happy life studios this message is for you this message is for you this message is singular to you it's not for anybody else it's not hard to get it's not hard to get it's not hard to understand hey, are you happy? now that's a great question does your sun set high does your sun set high welcome to happy life studios After we put out our podcast last week called All the World's a Stage, taken from the William Shakespeare quote that says, All the World's a Stage, uh, we are merely actors, something along that line. We did a whole podcast on that. And after you listened to the podcast, um, you sent me a text with another quote. What was that quote? Yes, yeah, so I thought this quote was a Shakespeare quote as well. It turns out it's not, but it's still appropriate. And, it, and the quote is that in life, there are no small parts, only small actors. And that really caught my attention because, as your podcast pointed out, sometimes when I think about all the world being a stage, uh, I want to contact my agent, whoever that is, and say, hey, I'd like a better part, right? All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and yet that that quote, that the follow up quote about there's no small parts, there's only small actors, that really hits me down deep um, and reminds me that this is an opportunity. Whatever part that I'm playing in whatever context that I'm in, it's an invitation to show up and put my heart and soul into the part. Whether the part is quote unquote big or small is irrelevant. It's how how do I show up? How do I um, how do I um, act, right? How do I be in those right. moments? Right. Constantine Stanislavski. He's known as the father of acting or the father of modern day acting. And so to get all of his actors on the same page, as far as sharing the same amount of energy, he'd say that beforehand to let the, those, the actors of the, what people might consider smaller parts or supporting roles, to get them to give the same amount of energy, the same amount of love, the same amount of excitement and passion as they would as if they were the star player. I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but I do know what it's like in America. Bigger, better, stronger, faster, right? I do know that we like to compare ourselves with other people. Um, I remember when I got to travel to England, you know, they always call them jolly old Englanders. At least we used to back in the back in the day when I was in college in the in the 80s, right? Way back then. But I remember I traveled in college to England and it was different there. It, I had no idea that America was like this until I went somewhere else. And I went to England. They were just happy. They, they, there was no, I didn't pick up any 
trying to get a bigger house than the neighbor. Everyone, the, the land was scarce. The houses were kind of small, but there was no keeping up with the Joneses like you think about in America. They just were happy with what they have. And it just fits so much into the concept, our credo of happy life. It's a lifestyle where we get and keep, where we secure and sustain happy joy, no matter what the circumstance is. And I, I just think that we, I don't know what it, what it is, Joe. Have you ever had that competition monster show up in your head and and just get you to compare yourself to other people. You might have been feeling good about yourself, and then you started comparing yourself to others, and you just just went. I mean, in today's with in today's society, where so much of it is measured by likes and subscribes and numbers and stuff like that. Have you ever had that monster show up? And it, it is a monster, in my opinion. It will wreck your happy faster than anything. And if you have been there before, what do you do to stop yourself from seeing yourself as a small actor, so you can keep yourself? acting big, so to speak. Boy, so many thoughts come to mind, Steve-O. And one is, you know, when my kids have been in plays, uh, rarely, I don't think in any of the plays my kids have been in, have they been the, the lead actress in the play. And so they didn't get top billing, as you know, is called. And yet, as their parent, as I'm sitting in the audience, however many lines or however few lines they had, or even if they were just on stage and not saying a line, I was so much invested in them and wanting them to do whatever part they had to the fullest excitement and passion that they had. And so, and when they did that, I was, I was like rejoicing. I was beaming. I was so proud, not because they had the lead part, but because the part that they had, they really put their heart and soul into it. And so I, I, I think that's such a reminder to me that when whatever role I have in this life, that my Heavenly Father is in the audience with this proud heart, right? That the part that I have when I show up and I give it my all and I am passionate about it, even if I fall on my face or forget my lines or stammer or whatever it is, just cheering me on and wanting me to do my best and to learn from, from my mistakes and my failures so that the next time I get a chance, I just bring it. Right. And so that that's such a great challenge, both as a parent and now as a child of my heavenly father, to be reminded that that that's so true. And and I don't know about you, Steve, but I'm sure you've been to shows where a, a lesser part, uh, a supporting actor or actress steals the show because they're so into their part. You just want more of what they're doing because they they bring it all. They bring their passion to it. In fact, if I'm going to really be honest with you, when my kids were younger, I didn't want the show to go as planned. I didn't want it to because I love that when the kid picks his nose or the other kid just sits down in the middle of the stage or, you know, when they're acting up. And it's just so cute. It's just so adorable just to see your kid up there playing and having fun because life really is. I mean, you can have a life or you can have a happy life, right? And life really is meant to be happy. It really is meant to be lived and not just survived, right? But we all work in an environment where there's bosses, there's bigger bosses, CEOs, managers, janitors, right? And and I feel like sometimes we tend to compare ourselves to other people. And I just think comparison. So I want to get back to that. And I don't know if you're trying to avoid the answer or if your mind has a thousand different places to go, but have you ever had that comparison monster show up in your head and take away your happy? If that ever happens to you, how do you handle that? Yeah, so it, yes, it's happened to me. Countless times. I've lost track of how many times that happens in my life. And the one thing that came to mind when you're talking about the monster, that comparison monster, 
is I saw a uh, an act by a comedian named Brad Regan called the Me Monster, and he talks about this funny setting where he goes into a, a dinner party and he starts to share something about you know whatever's going on in his life. Something I think he talked about getting his tonsils out, and immediately somebody across the table jumps in and says, "Oh yeah, well when I got my tonsils out, the roots were wrapped around my jaw, and it was like blah 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 me 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 me." It just talks about the me monster taking over, thinking that it has to make a better, bigger story than the one that was being shared. And I thought, boy, how many times have I either been in the place where the me monster jumps in from across the table to somehow be bigger, better, faster, more than whatever I was sharing. But how many times have I done that as well, right? Where I just wanted to be validated. I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be the cool guy or or whatever in the room. And so I exaggerated my own story to somehow, because I thought it was being better if I was better than another story in the room. So boy, it, it, that comparison monster is huge. The me monster is absolutely can eat us up from the inside out. Yeah. And I think what I, what I'm reminded then of Steve is how important it is that my comparison can't be against other people because they have their own roles, their own, their own life, their own perspective, their own experience. So any, any comparison that I make against anybody against myself is going to land in two places. Either I'm going to feel proud because I'm quote unquote better than them. That's no place to be, right? Or I'm going to feel inferior. Like, well, I'm not as good as someone. So that comparison monster is, as I think it was Franklin Roosevelt said, is the is the thief of joy. Either way, whether I find myself being extra proud or or feeling like I'm less than, I'm inferior or superior, either way, this, the joy has been stolen of enjoying the part that I've been given and just putting myself in into that. Yeah. We believe here at Happy Life Studios that your happy self is your best self. When you're confident, when you're feeling good about yourself, you respond differently otherwise. And I think the comparison monster is all about insecurity. We tend to go to the comparison monster when we feel insecure. When I want to compare myself to you and say, well, at least I'm not like Joe, at least I'm better than Joe. Well, it's not fair because I'm comparing my strengths to your weakness. That's apples to oranges. It's not a fair comparison. Or if I do the opposite, which is I'm feeling bad about myself, I'm feeling insecure again, then I'm going to compare my weaknesses to your strengths. I just wish I had what Joe had. And it lends to insecurity, but it also starts from insecurity. It's just a catch-22 thing that just keeps going on and on and on. I, I think that the father of modern acting, Constantine Stanislavski, I think he'd say that to his actors and his actresses because he wanted to remind them, wait, your part is important. I think that we need to be reminded because if we're not reminded, we can all fall into that category of, well, I'm not as good as so-and-so, or at least I'm better than so-and-so. Instead of just being content with who we are, that word content, it's a happy word for me. It doesn't mean I'm just going to settle where I'm at. It means, no, where I'm at, I'm going to be happy where I'm at, whether I have the big role or not. And sometimes I think it's, it's not about winning or losing. It's about we are all winners. We all have a role to play. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Oh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. In fact, it reminds me a bit of the Michael Jordan documentary. I think it's called The Last Dance. The Last Dance. Yeah. Fantastic. He was by far, right, the best player on the court, the best player of his generation. But he knew that if he could not bring out the best in all of the role players on his team, if he couldn't get them to perform to the best of their ability, 
then their chances of a championship were nil. And so he didn't just say, hey, I'm the best, and I'm just going to be the best, and whatever else happens, happens. And I'm going to move from team to team. I'm going to switch my team as long as I can get my ring, as long as I can. He didn't do that. He took players, and he made them greater. I'm sorry. I cut you off. You got me all excited. No, anyway, finish your thought. You're exactly right. Uh, it was just like it was really fascinating to hear from Michael Jordan's perspective how important it was to him to bring out the best in each player. There was this one incident, and I don't know all the details, but – uh, Steve Kerr was in practice and he wasn't doing whatever Michael Jordan thought was necessary for them to be a championship level team. So he threw the basketball at, at Steve Kerr with, with you know, just hard. And it, it stung. It, it made Steve Kerr mad. But it also brought to his attention the fact that Michael Jordan isn't mad at me because he's better than me. He's bringing out the best in me. Right, And then when Michael Jordan could get Dennis Rodman and Steve Kerr and all these role players to do whatever they were designed to do to the top, to the top possibility of their uh, talent, then the team worked. And they won championships even when they weren't even considered the best team in the league. And I think that's, that's just such a reminder to me. I, I might not be the Michael Jordan of my craft, but I do have a role to play, and my role is important because we're all part of the same team. And I think that's really key is understanding I don't compete against you, Steve. I'm on your team, and I can provide support, and I can do what I do to the best of my ability so that you can be uh, the best at what you do as well. Yeah, and you're the best at something. You're Michael Jordan at something, even if it's just to your kids, knowing how to, when they're young, how to tie your shoes. You were an expert at tying your shoes when they didn't know how to do it, you know? Even when it comes to how to handle discouragement, you're better at it than somebody, right? You are a Michael Jordan to somebody, and I think that's what we need to focus on is, are we playing small because do we only rise up when we get the main role do we only rise up when we get the attention are we only happy when the things fall into our path or can we be a big actor be a big actress no matter what in other words give every day your entire energy give every day as much energy as if you were the one on the stage and i think to get that you have to realize wait a minute my part is just as important as that part sometimes it's tough because that part might get paid more money than me they might get more likes on social media than me. I might get ignored by a lot of people, but that doesn't matter. My size of my part is the same as your part. You might have a leading role. I may have a supporting role, but there are no small roles. There are only small actors. And we talk about living large, right? Well, we should live large every day. If you're going to live big, if you're going to be big, that means you got to treat every moment. You got to treat even when you're invisible to spectators, even when you can't be seen by others. You need to live that moment to the fullest. Live in that moment and give it everything you got. And Joe, I want to ask you this: um, You're so good at this. That's why I'm glad I'm talking to you right now. You're so good at at taking. I mean, happy lifer. Joe and I and Tim from Relentless Studios down, or Pacers Productions, I'm sorry, down in Southern California, we're all brother studios. We have a text team that we have together, and Joe is sending out a text almost every day that you have a blog site, right? I do, yes. It's called Cup of Mojo, is that right? How do we find that? That's right. It's just go to mojo.studio and you'll find a link to it. Okay. You send us a text almost every day, and I, I was the one who started telling you, Joe, those need to be blog posts because your texts are so 
you are so about living in the moment. You live your life as this quote. That's why you knew the quote, I'm sure, because you live large no matter what. You treat every day the same way. And so I want to release it to you right now to give us some of your, you probably don't remember all the little quotes that you say, but can you just talk? Just any thoughts that you have about living in the moment? Because I think that you are so good at that. Number one, how did you get good at that? And then just answer that really quickly, if you don't mind, because I want you to spend the rest of your time really talking about help us out, help us to live larger. What do I have to do to live more in the moment to realize that my part is not a small part? Well, one of the things that came to mind uh, while I was, I think I was on the golf course actually last summer, was that gratitude and grace are so key to living a fulfilled life. Gratitude puts everything in perspective. And there's a Bible verse that even says, in every circumstance, give thanks. It doesn't say for every circumstance. It says in every circumstance. What does that mean? That means that if I am willing to get out of my, woe is me, I wish things were different, if only, those type of attitudes right. and say, look what I have. Look who I am. Look who I know. Look at the opportunities that I have. Yes, my part might not be on the marquee. That doesn't mean it's a small role. That means it's an opportunity for me. It's tailor-made for me. And just that understanding, that realization that every time I wake up, it's a new day, which means my past might have determined how I got to here, but it certainly doesn't just determine where I go from here unless I let it, right? So this is my opportunity to That's say, good. what have I learned and what can I take from my both my uh victories and my failures and all the mundane stuff in between and take it into today so that I'm just even 1% better of being me than I was yesterday and just continuing that path towards growth. It's not just willpower. It's also an act of faith of of saying, okay, sometimes, God, I, I don't have any idea what to do next, but trusting that there is someone you know, the big someone who created me that knows me better than I do, who loves me that way and is willing and, and cheering me on from the audience saying, I gave you this part for a reason. There's no extra people on the planet, Joe. You have a role. You have a part. You have you are a person who is unique. Never been anybody like you, Steve-O, in the history of mankind or the history of the universe, nor will there ever be in the future. So that means there's a, a purpose and a plan for each one of us. And it's it's accepting that Revealing it, you know, rather than getting what I want, changing that plan, changing that mindset to wanting what I get and being very appreciative for it, and then giving myself and others grace along the way. Are you ever negative? Do you ever get discouraged? <laughs> of course. Yes. Otherwise, I would be AI. And I am not a robot. I am certainly human. <laughs> what do you do when those days? Because every time I see you, you're usually up. Now, we've learn to be open and honest and vulnerable with each other. I, for me, that helps me. When I can talk to someone and say, I'm feeling down, I think we all have to have somebody that we can talk to about that. But you're up so much, and you've helped me so much. But what does Joe do when you wake up in the, in the day you feel like your role is small? So you start, I think that's a big thing too. If you feel your role is small, then you're going to play it small. Right. If you feel your role is big, you're going to play it big. And so I think that the biggest, one of the biggest takeouts we can get from this thing is, is to realize that my life matters. My voice matters. It doesn't matter whether I got the crowd to agree with me or not. My voice matters. My life matters. So I need to live it in such a way as though it were like a main part. What do you do when you feel small? 
How long does that turnaround take? Do you have any hacks that help you get back into that, wait a minute, my role is big? Well, I think what has been helpful to me as I've grown and matured, hopefully a little bit over the years, is that one, being aware of those moments when I do get discouraged, when I feel, you know, like I'm not, I'm unimportant or that I don't matter. And then hearing those voices, recognizing them and saying, hey, wait a second, that's, that's not even true. I'm believing it in this moment and I'm acting as if it were true. That doesn't make it true, right? right. What's true is I was divinely created. I have a purpose. I have a plan. There's people who love me. There's a God who loves me. There's no other person ever like me, right? And so it's changing. It's recognizing the story that's going on inside my mind and then cutting it off, right? Because so, sometimes it's like the old vinyl records. If you got a scratch in it, it just keeps playing that same portion of the song over and over again. So you need to set a new groove, right? Yeah. And so it's a matter of being aware of it, that that's happening, putting a little pressure and time on that needle to say, okay, I don't want to repeat this pattern anymore. I've done this too often and it got me nowhere. So what do I do next? And that, then, so I think the, the easiest answer is just being willing to ask for help. I even heard this morning, see, perfect timing, uh, Brendan Burchard was talking about how many people in the self-help and the personal development area talk about how nobody's coming to your rescue. It's up to you. But he said, oftentimes people misunderstand that. Nobody's coming to your rescue, he said, because they don't know that you are stuck right. or that you're lost or that you need help. So the key is putting the SOS in the sand, whether it's to God or to your friends, your family, the people who love you to say, hey, you know what? I am stuck and we've all been there. So can you help me through this, get out of this rut so that I can move on and groove onto the rest of the tune? Yeah, it's so true, you know, and you harvest what you plant or you reap what you sow is another way to say that, right? And so when you are a supporting role, if you play that with everything, one day you will be the lead role and you'll get the kind of supporting role that you were to other people. You can also call it karma. But truth is, if you give everything your best and you support other the, the main roles, then one day when you have the main role, the people will do the same for you. And you said something I thought was so spot on. You said something along the lines of, and correct me if I'm wrong or if you can say it better than me, but you said something about if you believe it, then it kind of becomes true to you. Yeah, so, well, some people say that you know, if, if I see it, then I'll believe it. But the way life unfolds oftentimes is what I believe is what I see. So I think one of the things I want to point out before we're done here, Steve, is that in my life, in your life, we are the lead actors. Regardless of what else is happening around us, we may play support roles for our families, for our friends, in our work, whatever. But in our lives, we are the lead role. So bringing all of my faults, failures, my interests, my strengths, my weaknesses, all that kind of stuff, and then... Being willing to look at those honestly and openly and share them with my friends, wanting to improve, you know, giving myself grace and the grace to others, but putting that energy and attention into my role as me because I'm the lead role in my life yeah. and you're the lead role in yours. Yeah. And if we believe that our role is small, then we will play it small. Okay. But maybe we're wrong. Joe, maybe we're just full of it. Maybe we don't know what we're talking about, but you can't lose. Maybe if you just if you're listening here and you're doubting all that and you're saying no my role really is small well guess what you then it becomes your reality because you start living as though it were small and then other people do treat you like it's small but even if Joe you and I were talking just a bunch of trash that made no sense at all if we still took this principle and said wait a minute happy life or just imagine saying my role is big 
even if it's wrong. When you begin to believe that your role is big, then you start acting like you're big. You start playing like a big actor, start acting like a big actor, because there's no small roles, there's only small actors. So when you start believing that your role is important and it's vital, then you start living up to that, and that becomes your reality. And you live up to it, and then you believe it, and then you believe it, and then you live up to it, and that's a catch-22 that's like a snowball that just keeps getting bigger as it goes. Yeah. I heard Matthew McConaughey recently in an interview talk about how even at his level of acting, where he's considered one of the best actors in cinema of our generation, he said, if I were to redo my role, even in the movies that I got uh, Academy Awards, if I worked on it longer and, and had more time, I would continue to nuance it and I would get better at it and I would do it differently now than I did then, even though I won the award. And I thought, boy, that's such a great reminder that life affords us the opportunity to learn from our mistakes, to continue to refine our role, to see the fact that we are the lead, we do matter, our role matters because of how it influences the people that are in our lives. And so continuing to refine that and tapping into how can I show up with all that I am so that I can make the biggest impact possible. Yeah. It's not necessarily about our performance. It's about our energy. I think sometimes, especially in America, bigger, better, faster, stronger, we want to compare ourselves to other because we're talking about our performance. We live in a consumer-based society. The currency is performance, right? You're rewarded for your performance. But what if it was about energy? What we're talking about here is energy. You might not have been the best dad or the best mother today. You might not have been the best child or the best employer or employee today. But what was your energy, Right. I think that's the biggest thing. As long as you keep working hard at it, you put energy into it, then your performance is going to get better, not necessarily vice versa. And so I think living large is saying, my role is important. I am going to live as though it is important. I am going to put the energy in, the passion into my life, into my day, no matter how small it may seem to other people, or even me at times, doesn't matter. I'm going to continue to rely on the fact that there are no small roles. There are only small actors. And Joe, you have been a huge role in my life, and I am so grateful that you are not two-sided. You're not two-faced. You live what you talk. And there's a lot of people in your life that you encourage. And I think you're living it. You're doing it right. And so I'm happy that you're able to come on here with us and and share again. I need to have you on more often because you bring life. So thank you for that. Is there anything else that you want to say in closing to the happy lifers out there? Yeah, I would say the, the last thing to keep in mind that really helps me is that I'm responsible for my effort. I'm not necessarily responsible for the outcomes. So whether I win an Academy Award or make a million dollars or ever be seen or get the likes and the follows, that's out of my control. What do I control? The effort and the intention and the attention and the love that I bring into the role that I've been given. So I just encourage anybody who's listening that detach yourself from the outcomes and the measurements and the statistics and the uh, the analytics, right? What's important is understanding that my responsibility is my effort. So bring all of me into every role, big or small, and let the outcomes just be what they are. Yeah. Don't measure your life by the outcomes. That's saying you're, you're measuring your role. Stop measuring your role. Measure your energy. Measure your love. Do it to the best of your ability when you're down. You still give it as much energy as you can, but you're not going to give it as much energy when you're down, but you still give what you can. So thanks for listening, Happy Lifer. Thanks for joining us, Joe.
Remember, life isn't perfect. But that doesn't mean what, Joe? Doesn't mean it can't be happy. D-Bay. Right on. Right on.